The Trinity Center for Spiritual Living appreciates your selecting our podcast service as a part of your spiritual journey. The TCSL podcast has over 1,000 downloads a month worldwide by individuals just like you seeking to expand their spiritual magnificence. To express your gratitude and donate for the good you hear and the growth you experience from our lesson, visit our website at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate. As you donate, affirm, my offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet for the abundant good and energy of divine spirit. Please enjoy the latest podcast from the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living. I'm feeling like we have the voice of God happening right now. So if we can turn my volume down just a tad. Dr. Eric Butterworth wrote this. He said, prosperity is a way of living and thinking and not just money or things. Poverty is a way of living and thinking and not just a lack of money or things. And if we were to take Butterworth's wisdom and apply it to other areas of our journey, other than prosperity, we could say... What could we say? Physical well-being is a way of living and thinking, and not just a buff body or a size zero. Illness is a way of living and thinking, and not just a lack of health. Love is a way of living and thinking, and not just a spouse or someone to keep your feet warm at night. Loneliness is a way of living and thinking, and not just a lack of dates or matches on FarmersOnly.com. So how might it feel if we apply Eric Butterworth's wisdom this way? Happiness, joyfulness, contentment, playfulness is a way of living and thinking, and not just one fantastic life experience after the other. Worry, frustration, angst are a way of living and thinking and not just a lack of good times. In The Science of Mind, Dr. Holmes wrote this. He defined happiness as a state of well-being or enjoyment of good of any kind. Happiness is a state of inner peace, a consciousness of the goodness of God and the, ben- the attitude the positive attitude of the universe, a realization that joy can come to every person. Happiness has a definite effect on mind, body, and affairs. Divine consciousness is a state of permanent joy. It is never the will of God or universal harmony that any person should be unhappy We have a right to any happiness we can conceive, provided that happiness hurts no one and is in keeping with the nature of progressive life. Are you happy? Yeah. It's easy to say yes to in this group. But what about in those quiet times? What about in those times when stuff is going on for you? What about in those times when life just doesn't seem to be going your way no matter what's going on? Can you say in full authority, I am happy in this moment of now? So here's our two cents. The universe wants you to have a good time. 
The universe wants you to have a good time. It wants you to be happy and joyful. And when you are having a good time, the whole of the universe is also having a good time. The universe, as you know, is designed for you to create and live all you desire. And we know that you know this truth. Yet what some folks forget is working in tandem with this truth is another one. And here it is. The universe is designed for you to create and live all you desire out of an energy, a consciousness, a vibration of joy, of happiness and ease. I want you to, I'm going to ask you to feel the difference in these two spiritual intentions that someone may pursue. And the first one might be, someone might affirm, I will demonstrate a spouse in my life as I'm sick and tired of being lonely and not having someone to go antiquing with me. And we used antiquing because, you know, there's a lid for every pot. So, see, so you're giggling because you know I'm right. And so now we're going to ask you to hear, hear this one. Same spiritual intention, only we're going to up-level it just, just a bit. Just a bit. I know the right and perfect spouse exists in my life as I have so much joy, love, excitement, and happiness exuding as me. They are effortlessly drawn to my exuberant vibration. And if they like antiquing, bonus. <laughs> so we know, we, heard, we know you heard the difference in, in those intentions. Yet we want to bring you back to something. Did you feel the difference in those vibrations? Absolutely. Esther Hicks said, let your alignment with well-being be first and foremost and let everything else be secondary. And not only will you have an eternally joyous journey, but everything you have ever imagined will effortlessly flow into your experience. There's nothing you cannot be, do, or have but your dominant intent is to be joyful. Is to be joyful. The doing and the having will come into alignment once you get that one down. Now what Esther and her friends are saying to us is this. In all you're getting, make getting happy and joyous in the now your priority. In all else, all else, Feel it. All else will be effortlessly drawn to your experience by right of the joyful resonance of your consciousness. The creation of your journey is designed to be the result of your joyful and happy play, not an, not an arduous and protracted effort. So buckle up, Buttercup, because today... We're here to show you a good time with this morning's lesson, Centering in Play. So I want to tell you about a fellow by the name of Charlie Boswell. And Charlie Boswell was this tremendous athlete, just huge athlete. And he got drafted into the war during World War II. And a friend of his needed to be rescued from a, from a tank that was under fire. And in the rescue effort, Charlie got injured and he lost his sight. He lost his sight as a result of that 
rescue. But if you recall, as I said, he was a tremendous athlete prior to going into the service. And Charlie decided, after he left service, that he would try a new sport, a sport he never imagined playing before, even when he had his sight. And the sport was golf. I've never imagined playing golf either, but I support Charlie in his decision. And through sheer determination, Charlie became the national blind golf champion. He won that title 13 times. And one of Charlie's heroes was a great golfer at the time by the name of Ben Hogan. And so it was a huge honor for Charlie to win the Ben Hogan Award in 1958. And upon meeting Ben Hogan, Charlie was just awestruck. He's meeting his hero. And he stated that he had one wish, and it was to have one round of golf with the great Ben Hogan. And Hogan agreed that playing a round together would be great and would be an honor for him as well, and because he had heard all about Charlie's accomplishments and admired his skills. Well, Charlie, realizing he was on the verge of playing golf with this hero, this great golfer, Ben Hogan, asked Ben Hogan, Mr. Hogan, would you like to play for money? <laughs> and if Cynthia could sing to that tune, we'd be doing well. Now, Hogan responded, you know, I can't play you for money. It wouldn't be fair. And Charlie said, oh, come on. Just $1,000 a hole. And Ben, not wanting to take advantage of our non-sighted athlete, said, you know, I can't. What would people think taking advantage of you and your circumstance? And Charlie straightened up and faced Ben Hogan directly and said, Mr. Hogan, are you chicken? This is 1958, so, you know, this is major insult, man. So Hogan blurted out, okay. Okay, but be aware, I'm not going easy on you. I'm going to play my best. And Charlie said, I wouldn't expect anything less. So Ben Hogan, with confidence, said, you're on, Mr. Boswell. You name the time and the place. And Charlie turned to him and said, with, with his dark glasses on, this green, 10 o'clock, tonight. <laughs> True story, hand to me. Talk about centering in play. Charlie Boswell, by right of consciousness through just the joy and happiness he experienced by playing golf, of all things, created a journey of 13 championships, meeting and playing one of his idols, and for the cherry on top, the opportunity for, more, for a more than certain $1,000 a hole. All after he lost his sight. Playfulness. Happiness. Those are conscious choices. 
that anyone may choose regardless of past or current circumstance. It is the choice to create our experience from the intention of play which fosters the energetic emotion of happiness, joy, ease, and contentment. These emotions are vibrations that feed into causation, the causation of mind. And they raise the, these emotions raise the vibration of energy to a state of well-being. And it is this state of well-being which resides in perfect vibrational harmony with source. With source. So are you happy? Les Brown said, act the way you want to be, and soon you will be the way you act. Isn't that awesome? Act the way you want to be, and soon you will be the way you act. Once your every goal, I want you to imagine something. Once your every goal, your every dream, your every higher intention is a full-fledged manifestation within your experience. Do you believe you would be ready for boundless play, experiencing happiness and contentment and peace of mind? Would you be ready to experience those emotions at that time? Well, of course you would. Anyone would. But the key here is to act out of an energy of that playfulness in the now. To experience happiness in the now, contentment and peace of mind in the now, regardless of external circumstance. And you know, I get it. I get it. I know that I don't know what some of you are going through or up against. Some of you, but not all of you. But what I know is that you're an awesome expression of the energy and essence of divine spirit that you contain, just as you are, tremendous spiritual power and the ability just as you are, to express and live as the perfection of the divine made manifest. And we also know divine mind, God, presence, big sweetie. This responsive energy loves it when you play with it expresses as you to experience happiness and joy in the fulfillment of whatever you desire. So look, whatever you're going through, if you're going through something, don't pitch a tent. Just keep on going. The shadow requires the light to be experienced. And the fullness of the light, void of the shadow, it only requires one step in any direction. Are you ready to take that step? Louise Hayes said, love who you are and what you are and what you do. Laugh at yourself and at life and nothing can touch you. It is all temporary anyway. Next lifetime you will do it differently anyway. So why not do it differently now? Laugh at yourself. I laugh at myself all the time. I am so grateful the universe provides me an abundance of opportunity. <laughs> to just laugh at myself and take it easy once in a while. 
to not be so hard on myself, to realize and to know that, yeah, there's some serious stuff going on out there. But that serious stuff is not meant to garner or hold all of my attention. That serious stuff is designed for me to tap into that creative power of source that I am and bring it forward, bring that energy forward so I am creating with ease, so that I'm laughing all the way through it. We want you to tap into that inner child. It is in that inner child that you are, and it does exist. That is where new worlds exist for you. New worlds of possibilities. And when you approach that inner child from a consciousness and energy of play, all else is off. Remember playing in the backyard, building your fort, doing whatever children do? And you would just lose yourself in that play. And maybe for that 30 minutes, that 40 minutes, you weren't pretending. You were Batman. You were Wonder Woman. And God forbid, you let me not forget, you were the Black Panther, baby. Got it? That's the energy. That's the com- complete submersion into the moment of now. You want to bring to your experience. And if you can train yourself, and you can, to do that a little bit every day, just get lost in the creative playfulness of play and the powerful positive energy of playing with the creative energy that you are you know what happens our spiritual work our spiritual effort is no longer valid because we're at spiritual play and so this is where we want to ask you what do you think is going to be more fun all that focus spiritual effort work I'm really trying Or I'm going to go play with my buddy God for a while. Don't disturb me. We're going to be having fun. You get to decide. You get to decide how you want to begin approaching this essence and this energy that we call the divine. So I talked a little bit about Gabriel. I love to do this to folks when they don't know I'm going to talk about them. But one of the things I notice with the Sacred Sound Ensemble when they're playing for us on Sunday mornings, before service and even during service sometimes, is there's a childlike quality that comes out of these guys and gals. There's this childlike essence that comes into play as they're playing their bowls. And they're not doing it because it's an effort or work. They're doing it because they're enjoying They're enjoying the process. And I know, I know that that's come, that is an extension of the energy that Gabriel brings to his meditations, to the workshops, to all that he does with sound therapy. Because, you know, like energy attracts like energy. And I see Gabriel bring his stuff in on, sometimes on Wednesdays or when he does the workshops for us. And it's like this little kid, oh, look at my new bowl. Look at my new sound thingy that makes this wonderful sound. And we're all like, cool. 
just buying in, feeding into that energy. And so when I say you come on Wednesdays or you go to the workshop and you get lost, you're able to just let it all go. That's why. That's why. Because it's not spiritual work. It's not spiritual effort. It's spiritual play. Just spiritual play. So that's what we, where we want to take you is spiritual play. Dr. Bernie Siegel, who, whom I have great admiration and respect for, he has done tremendous work on the mind-body connection and how laugh therapy, laugh therapy can heal the body of all kinds of illnesses, including cancers. And he has study after study after study where he has directed folks and worked with folks to watch your favorite funny TV shows, even if it's an old I Love Lucy rerun. Why? Because laughter, laughter releases the endorphins. Ten minutes of laughter a day adds two days to the lifespan. Ten minutes of laughter a day equals 15 minutes of being on a rowing machine. So see, you can have Ben and Jerry's while watching I Love Lucy. I'm just saying. You're starting to get a feel for this now. Are you bringing the intention to laugh to your journey? Are you wanting, you know, one of the things that occurs here is people say, well, you know, universe, I haven't been having a good time. That's not the universe's problem. The question is not, is the universe showing you a good time? The question is, are you showing the, the universe a good time? Oh. Because the universe is along for the ride. What's the good time that you're showing the universe? I want to share something with you. I think it's very important. And, and it's a study by Har of Harvard graduates. And this study found that after 20 years, the 3% of the Harvard graduates who had written goals achieved more financially than the other 97% combined. So in other words, 3% said, this is what I'm going to achieve, right? And the ones that did that, that 3% achieved 97% more than all the others combined. Okay? 3% of those Harvard graduates were doing well. So, consider, if you're into scripting, if you're into writing out your goals, which we strongly recommend, if you're, if you're consistent in, in defining your dreams and your intentions, up-level a, a notch. Up-level a, just, just, a, just a notch. And along with, I will and I will achieve this. This is flowing into my life right here now. Also, write out the feelings of happiness, joy, excite, and excitement. You plan on maintaining, not once the goals are here, but while you pursue those goals, while you pursue those dreams. Define how you will pursue those dreams and goals and an energy of happiness to tap into that inner child. 
Because that's where we are. If we're stuck on something and we're saying, you know, I'm doing my spiritual work or if I'm doing my affirmative prayer work and my visualization and it doesn't seem to be moving, it's not about what the universe is not doing. It's about what's the vibration I'm I am offering to this particular vision. And it is there we get to say, well, do I ha ha am I maintaining an energy of angst or worry or concern around it? And if the answer is yes, and I promise you, 99% of the time it will be, then we take a step back and we say, okay, how, how do I bring some joy and excitement to this? How do I bring that, tap into that inner child that is always connected to the boundless energy of source? Make no mistake about it. It is, it is definitely, and all is unfolding in right and perfect order with Corinne speaking for us next week. Because I have, I have 30, 40 minutes today. Somebody I said 40 minutes. To speak to you about tapping into that inner child and creating that vibration of playfulness. Next week, Corinne gets to do it in service and then a, then a two-hour workshop afterwards. Hell yeah, I'm going to be there. I'm all about the play, baby. Remember the movie The Secret? It's following The Secret. Some of you may remember it. I think this was in the extended version. I'm not sure about that. Anyhow, this fellow in The Secret told the story about crashing his twin-engine plane, right? And the doctors told him that he would be paralyzed for life and that he would be in the hospital for a very, very long time. Now, the story's getting better. Just follow, wait just a minute. Now, in The Secret, this guy said that he visualized himself every day walking out of the hospital in just a few months on Christmas Day. This is important, on Christmas Day. As Christmas Day was a day, he experienced great happiness and joy. And on Christmas Day, to the amazement of the hospital staff, he walked out of the hospital to go home and finish recuperating. So we want you to take special note here. See, his visualization was cloaked in the feeling memory and energetic intent of an experience of happiness and joy. Yes, his visualization focused on walking again, yet it was centered in that energy of happiness. Unplugged into all the joyful excitement and anticipation every inner child maintains. Michael Beckwith said, You're sourced and fueled and funded by a renewable source which is within you. It never runs out. It is your essence, it is your life. And this fuel, this renewable, endless source that Michael is speaking of, is the energy of divine source, an energy that resides within you and as you. A divine energy that reaches new vistas of expression as you allow yourself to experience the joy and happiness of centering in playful creation. You know, it is in that energy, that up-leveled energy that we're talking about in play and just losing ourselves in the energy and essence of the moment. Mary, that I know Mary Baker Eddy said, there are no 
incurable diseases. They're simply discoveries of truth to be revealed. And I absolutely love that because we, if we can accept that, we, then we can also accept there are no hopelessly lonely individuals. There are simply discoveries of truth to be revealed. There are no poverty-stricken individuals. There are simply discoveries of truth to be revealed. And you only have one truth that is working for you today. And that truth is, it doesn't matter what you've been through. It doesn't matter what's going on in your journey. Because right here in this moment, there's an inner child that wants to come out to play. And I love the fact that you're all smiling because you know I'm right. So let me tell you what we did. We want to see how focused you are on just allowing that inner child to come out to play. And we want to see if you're going to make this a tenant in your journey. Am I doing spiritual work or am I playing with my buddy God? So after service, after service, there is an abundance of toys from our childhood that will be available for you to choose and take one home None of them make noise because I'm no fool. <laughs> it was tempting. But let me tell you the intention of these. There's stuffed animals, there's Zaws, there's plastic dinosaurs. There's some really great glasses. Hot wheels. The intention of this is as you're going through your communion time with Source. Keep that with you. Let that serve as your reminder to tap into that energy of Source with the playfulness. To tap into that energy that you are with the intent of evolving the inner child. The inner child that knows all things are possible. The inner child that's not colored by the outside world. The inner child that simply says, what are we going to create today, God? What are we going to create today? And if you focus on that, if you let that be your intention and center yourself in the intention and energy of play, oh my God. Oh my God. That abundance of creation that you experience, it won't be work. It will evolve in play. And so ends our lesson. Namaste. Thank you again for selecting the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate.